Good morning, everybody. For good morning, it well, for morning it is while I'm recording this, though not the kind of morning where I have a cup of coffee right now, the kind of morning where it's still yesterday, but that's okay. I just got back from a concert, and it was lovely, it was delightful, and things are on my mind. I'm wide awake still, so thought I'd share some thoughts before I pass off to sleep and forget them. So... The concert I was at was at a band called Dropkick Murphys. Now, I'm going to say lots of good things about them, but I want to be clear that I'm not canonizing them. Uh, there's some virtues there that I want to talk about, but, you know, there's not nothing to complain about either. So, just to be clear from the beginning, um, I'm not, well, I want to be clear what I'm not saying, but I'll say what I am saying. I hope. That's the point of this. So. What struck me while I was there, and this is something I've noticed in, well, the the Irish folk, which then kind of becomes Irish punk music, too. Uh, there's there's lots of good stuff there, and I think it shouldn't be dismissed outright, necessarily. Uh, well, I, I think it shouldn't be. Um, and there's some things that can be learned, be admired, and I think there's even a, a chance for maybe evangelization is the right word, or something more to be done with it, um, or not even to be used as a tool, but maybe that community can be evangelized in a certain way. I think. Let's see Let's see what happens. So one of the things that struck me was that a lot of the songs uh, end up containing lots of virtues within them. Uh, one of the songs, it's in a song called Rose Tattoo, one of the lyrics of it, the singer is speaking, I believe it's about his father, and one of the lines is, he taught me sacrifice and bravery. Well, that's pretty good. So this, he's recalling other things in the song as well, but uh, it actually has a very good sentiment to it, um, and not just a sappy sentiment, but he's celebrating that, you know, this gifts that this father figure has given to him in life. Uh, on one of their t-shirts, uh, I think they have sacrifice, bravery, and loyalty is one of the things that's kind of the slogan of the band. And again, those are all very good virtues. Um, it's not like they're singing. You know, sometimes uh, the music sounds very, uh, maybe not very, but sometimes can sound aggressive and uh, unhappy to those who don't listen to it. Maybe it's not their style, and that's fine. You don't have to like it. Um, but as I listen to this, as I was at the concert tonight, as I, I do like this kind of music, um, it struck me as being something that if people, uh, even if you don't like it, as your kind of music, because there's lots of kind of music that are, that are good, I'm sure, that aren't my kind of music. Um, but it shouldn't be dismissed outright, because while it may not look like what we think virtue should look like right away, I think there's a lot of good going on there that is even good unrealized by the artists themselves. I mean... They wrote the song, so I'm pretty sure they think that it's good. They wouldn't have written it as they did if they didn't think it was good. But what I mean is that it's a bigger kind of good than they even realize. Um, some of those songs are about defending workers. Um, one of the ones it's, it's a, they did deny, but it's a kind of a, a folk song that certainly wasn't written by this band. The Fields of Athen Rye, where it's uh, really going through the suffering of life. That the the story of that song is that uh, a young man was trying to, well, he got arrested for stealing food 
to keep his family alive in a time of famine. And so he's being sent off to a prison colony, as the British used to do. He's being sent away, and the song is the series of goodbyes between him and his wife, basically saying how sad it is that he has to go, but that he is you know, speak, calling out to his wife saying, yes, I've been arrested, but you know, please continue to love our family, take care of our child, and know that I'll be thinking about you always. It's actually it's a very beautiful song, um, even if this rendition had a bit more uh, drums and guitar riffs than would be expected from that kind of theme. Uh, also, they've got uh, lots of songs, which is a particular band that would be great sports anthems. Maybe you've heard Shipping Up to Boston. That's probably the song that is most known by uh, Dropkick Murphys. But they've got certainly lots of other, other ones that are this kind of um, anthem song or one's called the, the Boys Are Back or The Boys Are Back, something like that. Um, and they're celebrations of community. They're celebrations of family life, basically, saying, hey, isn't it great? that everyone's here together. You know, I'm the, the, the spirit of the song is I'm grateful that you are all here with me. Isn't that a wonderful thing? And, you know, removed from the context of a punk rock show, these are all virtues that are very much tied to the Christian life, loyalty, sacrifice, bravery, defending the downtrodden, um, being faithful in love, even through bad circumstances, celebrating community those are wonderful things who wouldn't want that um you know what what isn't there to celebrate in that um and these things are i think pretty sure they're no accident um, anyone who knows me very well knows that i do like the irish and the folk music uh, but that's because especially the irish music it has this deep catholic background ireland uh, as most people i think should know uh, at least is historically incredibly catholic Remember, St. Patrick converted the whole place to Catholicism. He literally converted an entire island, an entire country. Um, and so up until the rapid secularization that all of Europe experienced, Ireland was absolutely Catholic and sent missionaries all around the world for centuries. And so these virtues that show up in this Irish music, be it folk music or punk music, are certainly, um, I wouldn't say rooted in... Catholic virtues specifically, you know, by no means were they reading the catechism, I'm pretty sure, to write these song lyrics. But the Catholic identity, because this particular band uh, comes from Boston, where obviously the Catholic community is, is very strong, or, you know, the Catholic heritage is very strong. Um, these song lyrics and the, sort of the spirit of these songs comes out of the mentality of that latent Catholic community. And so um, what I think is an interesting possibility uh, as I was kind of enjoying the concert, but also thinking of the virtues that are kind of latent in these songs that are, you know, I'm sure, again, I'm sure the band could point out the virtues if they, you know, if you asked them, why'd you write that song? Um, but I see it, you know, maybe even deeper than that, hopefully even deeper than that. Uh, to me, it seems like an opportunity, a possibility of re-evangelizing that kind of crowd that I'm sure a lot of people uh, would not think very right for evangelization. Uh, but what I want to say is that, you know, again, they're not, I'm sure, reading the Bible, reading the catechism or something like that, or, you know, going to mass in between 
shows. You know, they, they probably don't have a daily mass scheduled before their next stop on the tour tomorrow. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's impossible. You know, these kinds of mentalities, it's, we might, we might say that the, the gospel is hidden in there. It, it's sort of in the background, but it's not gone. There's not, it's not totally removed from that. And therefore, um, while it would take some work, some significant work and some, um, I think, lots of understanding, uh, to me, it's very interesting to think about, well, what could that be done? I mean, there's no reason, in a certain sense, why you couldn't have the faith and still enjoy this kind of music, still have this kind of music. Um, you know, In fact, I think it's probably safe to say that there are lots of people who are into this kind of music who are also faithful Catholics, who are also you know Catholics who are not just maybe regular mass goers, but who really are alive in their faith, who enjoy and appreciate this. Hopefully what I'm touching on right here is not news to at least some people. Um, so I don't quite at this moment have a specific plan what to do with this. Um, I'm not going to go out and follow the tour bus of Dropkick Murphys or Fogging Fogging Molly around and try and, um, I don't know, sneak on and convert them or something like that, sneak on the tour bus and convert them. But I guess what I'm saying is we could be doing and should, you know, God bless if the opportunity arises, um, re-catechize, re-evangelize, sort of basically be able to say to this kind of crowd, look, you're actually are already appreciating, already have a deep sense of many good virtues. And, hey, let me tell you where they came from. Let me tell you, let me remind you, let me sort of help you rediscover uh, where this came from. So to me, it's very fascinating. It's um, one of the reasons, too, why we're having here at the parish, sort of a self-promotion, not self-promotion, but sort of uh, local promotion. Uh, Soon we're having a St. Patrick's Day celebration here at the parish, and Part of it is because it's a fun holiday. I mean, you get, you get the good music, you get good food, you get beer, things like that. Um, and who doesn't like those sorts of things? But I want to help rediscover the Catholic culture behind it. I want to help rediscover, re, sort of refresh out, reconnect um, the Catholic culture with these wonderful things of, of Irish music and um, food and drink. And you know, they're sort of having a celebration uh, you know, God wants us to be happy. He wants us to enjoy life. You know, Scripture says wine to give warmth to men's hearts. It always speaks about music and uh, community, and all these things are not not foreign to to being Catholic. And there's there's no reason why they can't go together. I mean, we ought to have good Catholic parties and use the culture, right? They, there's absolutely no reason that uh, this fun music, this lively music, this really deep uh, sense of storytelling, sense of human reality, there's absolutely no reason that has to be divorced from the faith. No reason at all. So uh, I wanted to share those thoughts from this concert I went to. I, you know, Not everyone has to enjoy Flogging Molly or, or Dropkick Memories or any of those sorts of bands. Um, but it's important to recognize that those, I think it's important to recognize that those things, those parts of culture are not devoid of the gospel. They are not without hope. Um, they're not uh, beyond saving. And it's, I think sometimes we, we hesitate to even you know, talk to those kinds of people. You know, if someone who looks like a punk musician comes into the, you know, is going to come into mass maybe 
a lot of folks might be like, oh, you know, what are they doing here? Uh, are you sure they're allowed to be here? Yes, they're very much allowed to be there. And I think if we do Catholic life right, those people will feel welcome in a certain way, and we should not be afraid of them. Um, because everyone's looking for that transcendent experience. That's what music is anyways. That sent that you know, music lifts us up to something else beyond, lifts us to a greater thing. And that's what the faith life should do. I mean, the faith life moves us up closer to God. It it moves our heart and our minds up toward the, up towards greater things. That's what music does too. That's the point of going to a concert is that you you know, you lift it up with the crowd, you enjoy the music, and you, you go up to something higher than you had just, you know, in the car on the way there. And so again, these these realms of music, even sort of quote, secular music, uh, are not totally divorced from a life of faith. In fact, they came from and used to be animated by the life of faith. And so to me, it's not out of the realm of possibility to to rediscover, to reconnect uh, things like this kind of music that I happen to enjoy and many others enjoy with the gospel, with life of faith. I think it's very much very possible. And uh, we have only, I think, to be open to God's movement, and we might be surprised. In fact, we we definitely will be surprised at the way that God can use even these unexpected sources to uh, reconnect and uh, rebring His people to salvation. 